Hello, I'm Deanna Heron, host of the Deanna Heron Podcast Show. Have you ever wanted to do something bold, like start a business, write a book, or go for your dream job? This show was created for women just like you who want to be bold, shine bright with grace. My goal is to educate you, inspire you, and empower you with ideas that can transform your life. Be inspired by the Deanna Heron Podcast Show at DeannaHeron.net. Hello, and welcome to the Deanna Heron Podcast Show. This is Deanna Heron, your host. As always, I want to thank you for being a part of this amazing community that has been created through this podcast. My goal is to help you to grow into the woman you were created to be, to be bold, to shine bright with grace. Today's podcast, I have a special guest, and I say special because it's someone who has been near and dear to my heart for many years, and I've actually seen the this woman absolutely transform into the woman she is created to be, a woman of confidence, a woman who is at a level of success in her life that many will never achieve. She started off being very quiet, very reserved, and has absolutely pushed through that wall and has come out of her shell. So today, you get to hear from Alyssa Cavallero. So welcome, Alyssa. I'm so excited to have you on this podcast. And truly, I can't wait for everyone to hear your story and all of the growth that you have had from when you started to today. So I would love for you to just share with our audience who you are and what you're about. Oh, well, thank you so much, Deanna, for that amazing introduction. And thank you for inviting me to be on here. It is an absolute honor because you are someone that I have just looked up to for such a long time and you're just so important to me. So yes, my name is Alyssa Cavallero. I am a wife. I'm a dog mom. I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and I started my own business in 2011. And I have been a full-time entrepreneur now since January, 2016. So coming up on my six year, five year anniversary. Um, I love to travel. I've been able to travel to many amazing places um, while working remotely. And I just love that about being an entrepreneur because, you know, working in corporate America, I would have never been able to have the time off to do that. I've been asked to speak on stage at multiple training conferences. And the highlight of that was speaking in front of 18,000 people in Las Vegas. And so, yeah, that's just a little bit about me. Awesome. Did you mention your awesome husband? I do have an awesome (laughs) husband. Yes. (laughs) I said I was a wife. (laughs) That's right. And he is awesome. He is. Yeah. So you, you have really been able to um, do a lot in, you know, in your life. I, you know, you always talk about corporate America and what, what, what was corporate America like to you? What did you do prior to being an entrepreneur? So um, I went to the University of Pittsburgh and I have a bachelor's degree in communications and marketing. And, you know, after college, I honestly had no clue what I wanted to do with my life. So I waited tables for a couple of years. I actually waited tables all throughout college. And then one day I decided it was time for me to use this degree that I worked super hard for. And I got a job selling advertising. And this was really exciting to me because it was exactly what I went to school for. And I worked there for about five years, but two years into that job, I was given the opportunity 
opportunity to move to Italy for a summer with my boyfriend at the time, who is now my husband, Matt. He was playing professional baseball overseas. And my job let me take a leave of absence for the 90 days that I was gone, but they didn't pay me while I was gone. And, you know, I thought, why would they? I wasn't working, but I had been building a side business for about a year and a half. And I was able to continue building that business while I was over in Italy. And that trip really just gave me the vision for how I wanted to live the rest of my life. You know, I was living in a foreign country and Italy was always a place on my bucket list to visit. I truly never thought that I would even be able to afford to go there. Um, I was watching Matt pursue his passion and playing baseball. I had no boss. I had no alarm clock. We were traveling all over Northern Italy. Um, we even went to France, Croatia, and Slovenia. And I just knew right then and there that I didn't want to spend the rest of my life working in a cubicle and reporting to a boss. And so when I came home from Italy, I decided I was going to work as hard as I could to make my side gig, my full-time gig. And I realized that working in corporate America was the safe route for me. You know, I was super comfortable. I had a nice paycheck coming in, but I was not passionate about what I was doing. And I didn't love selling advertising. I was selling advertising into the yellow pages, which as a 23, 24, 25 year old, that was not something I was ever going to be passionate about. Um, so yeah, that was, that was my experience in corporate America. So do they even have the yellow pages now? You, you would be out of the, out of a job. They right? do actually, I they just do. bought it on my doorstep a couple weeks ago and it's okay. Nice I was looking through the book and some advertisers that I worked with are still advertising in there. So, no. so it's a little nostalgic moment for me <laughs> to see ads that I had created, you know, back in 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15. Um, so yeah, that the yellow pages still very much exist. Well, that's awesome. I think it's going to be um, a dinosaur here before too long. So it was yeah. very smart of you to make, make the switch. A couple of things that you said, one, th one reason why I think that you are so successful is because you waited tables. And honestly, I believe everybody in their life needs to wait tables. It teaches you so much. Do you I agree with that? Yes. Yeah. I loved being a waitress. I'm not going to lie. There are days still to this day where I think like, I would love to just go wait tables for a night. It was such a fun <laughs> job and you really learned how to hustle. And you know, what I loved about it is if I needed more money, I could pick up an extra shift or pick up an extra table or, you know, stay later. And it really just taught me how to work hard and how to work for what it is that you want in life. I loved waiting tables. And I agree that everybody should have to do that. I totally agree with you. It, you know, waiting tables paid my way through school. And what it was fun about it is you would work the night and then you have the cash. Yeah, so you have every like, day with cash. It was great. Yeah, every day you would leave with cash. But you learn so many people skills. You learn how to multitask. You learn how um, to get everybody taken care of at one time when you're, quote, in the weeds. Do you yeah. remember? Yeah. So, yeah, so that was one piece of your story that I just wanted to, wanted to bring up, but, um, so I am so proud of you and, and your age group in particular, because you guys have such an extraordinary way to envision your life. You want to do well in life, but you want your freedom as well. Mm -hmm. And when you know, when I was pursuing my career, it was everyone had two careers and you worked your tail off and that was just life. Who do you think really, or how did that happen with you? How did you see, man, I want the best of both worlds and I'm going to go for it. 
how is that, how is that seed planted? So I think that trip to Italy really is just what gave me that vision because, you know, I was able to work my side business while I was there and I was able to have income coming in while I had that freedom. And that was something that I just knew I wanted for the rest of my life and going home and having to go back to work and Mm -hmm. having to go back to sitting in a cubicle and having to go back to only having two weeks off for vacation. I just knew that that was not something I would be able to do for the rest of my life. I love to travel. I love my freedom. I'm not a morning person. So I love to sleep in and I just really love being able to go about my day as I choose. And I think just like having that freedom and then going back to not having it was just the light bulb moment for me. And I just knew that was not something I could do forever. Yeah, that's an, that was probably something that was placed in your life to help you see that, right? Because we don't really know what life can be like unless we experience it in a different way. And you obviously have the opportunity, I mean, Italy of all things, to experience it in a different way. So that's pretty cool. Um, so jumping into entrepreneurship is obviously something so different than what your degree was in. And most of us, right, we get our degree or whatever, and then we don't necessarily go into our chosen field. But what are some of the things that you had to learn when you became an entrepreneur? What what were some really great tips that you could give to somebody if they want to start their own business? So I definitely had to learn how to manage my time because, you know, when you go from working 40 to 50 hours a week and also being an entrepreneur on the side, you really have to manage your time because you don't have much of it. But then whenever you're a full-time entrepreneur and you have all the time in the world, I found that the days were just like moving so fast because like I said, I like to sleep in. (laughs) So sometimes I would sleep in a little too late. So having a schedule is something that is really um, beneficial to me. And that's something that just like really works well for me. I schedule my workouts. I schedule all my networking. I schedule, you know, appointments with people. I schedule everything. And that my husband and I always joke. Cause I'm like, Hey, what are you doing on January 29th? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, I, I need to know because I have to schedule, I have to schedule everything so far in advance. And his brain just like, doesn't work that way. So, um, definitely just like time blocking, time management, scheduling was really something that I had to learn. And that is something that just helps so much. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's awesome. I actually just finished that chapter in my book. And what I was talking about is if you think about your, you know, from the time that we were, we were born, our day has been planned for us. Our mom tells us when we brush our teeth in the morning, and the evening, we know when we're supposed to have lunch and dinner. We know what time we go to school. We know what time school is out. When we go to college, we, same thing, it takes four years to get your degree, et cetera. Everything is lined out for us. And when I was practicing medicine, I had an amazing nurse that just kind of shifted me from you know room to room and call this person on their lab and this person's an x-ray. And, and when, I, when I came home as an entrepreneur, I literally sat on my couch. I remember this the first week and I thought, oh my gosh, like, I don't even know what to do. Yeah. I don't even know. So it's such a shocker for most people. And that scheduling and time blocking is imperative. And it's, it's a, it's an absolute game changer. I have people today that will ask me, I don't understand how you get so much done. And that's the key. It's not, 
it's it's not a skill. It's it's just I'm organized and I, and I block it out. So yeah. awesome point. Awesome awesome point. I think Do being you really- motivated is something too, and just like having a goal. Um, because I remember when I did walk away from corporate America financially, it probably wasn't the smartest decision for me, but I knew that I needed to be uncomfortable in order to grow. You know, I was very comfortable for a really long time. And so shutting that back door of having that consistent paycheck coming in every two weeks and going from not to not having that, it was a huge wake up call for me because I knew if I wanted to pay my bills and I wanted to continue, you know, my lifestyle the way that it was, I had to really hustle and work hard. And so I think that that relates back to even just like waitressing. Like I knew if I wanted to maintain that lifestyle, I had to work harder or I had to pick up extra shifts or I had to do whatever. And so just, you know, goal oriented, staying self-motivated and yeah, time management. Yeah. You are very self-motivated. I see you on that Peloton all the time. It's so motivating. Um, so was there a point, I know that, you know, most of us, we have an inflection point in our life where we do realize um, that there's more out there for us. And obviously it was Italy for you. Was there any other point in your life where you're like, okay, I've got I've to change some things here? Yeah. So this is a good story. Actually, I can very vividly remember the moment that I hit my breaking point at my advertising job. So it was Christmas Eve in 2015 and, um, the, the, the yellow pages was going to be printing in January. And so our office was closed from December 25th through January 1st, every single year, which was really nice. It was kind of like an added week of vacation that we got and we did get paid for it too. But I remember um, Christmas Eve, I had an advertiser who was what we called delinquent. So he had not paid for his advertising from the previous year. And in order for him to get back in the book for the next year, he had to come up to date with his payments. And he was my biggest advertiser. And so this was a, a huge commission for me and for my manager. And I very vividly remember sitting on the couch December 24th, it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. And my manager was like, you have to get this payment from, and he said his name, which I'm not going to say. And (laughs) so I just remember, you know, calling my client, he wasn't answering the phone. And so I I just shot him a text message and I was just like, Hey, you know, we have to get that payment. He owed about $15,000. And I was like, we have to get that payment, you know, by five o'clock today so that you can be in the book, you know, for 2016. And he texts me back and he said, Alyssa, I'm in effing church with my three kids and my wife on Christmas Eve. Don't ever contact me again. And I read that message and I was like, wow. And this was a family friend too. So it was, it was just very uncomfortable to receive that message. And I, I just remember sitting on my couch and thinking like, I cannot do this anymore. I am texting some guy on Christmas Eve, trying to collect a check for $15,000 when he is trying to enjoy Christmas Eve with his family and his kids and like do the Santa thing and like do all of that. And I just remember like, I cannot do this anymore. And so I never got the payment. Um, My manager was really upset with me. And I just remember like that whole week between Christmas and New Year's, just feeling this like overwhelming sense of peace that like I needed to quit my full-time job. And so I woke up the day that we went back to work. We actually went back um, January 4th. So we ended up having January 1st fell on like a Thursday. And then we had that whole weekend off. And so January 4th, 2016, I called my manager. I put my two weeks notice in and I've never looked back. And it was the scariest thing I've ever done 
But it was at that moment that I knew like, I cannot do this job anymore. I just can't do it. And so that was it. Wow. I've never had to get another job. Wow. That's impressive. That's, um, you know, for you to really make a change because you, your value system was different than your career. That's kudos to you. That's a lot of courage to, to walk away from that because I know many people, we would stay in that situation because we're getting a paycheck and that's, um, Wow. That's, that's big of you seriously. And I think, you know, if I hadn't been building my side business, I probably would have stayed because I would have felt like I had to, I would have felt stuck. You know, I was bringing in a nice income and I'm not sure that I would have been able to find that income somewhere else. Like right away. I was only 26 at the time. So, um, yeah, but I just realized like, this does not align with me and I, I just cannot do this job anymore. Yeah. Well done, sister. Well done. I truly believe that everybody needs to be an entrepreneur, really, because of the person that you become um, in the process. Because, you know, in our in our current career, like when I was a physician's assistant, when I first started in medicine, I was very uncomfortable, extremely uncomfortable. But then you get in that rhythm where you feel very confident and comfortable with what you're doing and and the service that you you provide Going into entrepreneurship, though, we don't know what's going to come the next day, right? So um, in order for you to grow to, to become successful in any endeavor, whether it is a marriage, whether it's a mom, but as an entrepreneur, you're kind of pushed into growing yourself. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. What are some of the things that you learned through this process that you can share with those people who are sharing that, uh, that are listening, that can really help them. Not just, I mean, there may be people who are in, you know, corporate America right now, um, but maybe some tips that, you know, a stay-at-home mom would want to know as well. What, what were some things that you had to overcome? So I would definitely say just my confidence in myself and my abilities to, to get things done and to, to, take care of myself. Basically, you know, I feel like all of the personal growth that I was taught to do while, you know, building my side business and becoming an entrepreneur really was pivotal. in me having that confidence to be able to walk away from something that just wasn't serving me and to trust in myself and know that like I had a really strong work ethic. I had a heart to serve other people. And I knew that I had the vehicle to do that. And I knew that I trusted myself and I knew that I could just do it. And so just, you know, making that decision, shutting that back door and having the confidence in myself that I would figure it out one way or another, I think was the number one thing that I learned. So, um, but when did that, when did that confidence become a reality to you? Because I know how shy and quiet you were in the, in the beginning when I first met you. And what, what do you think that it took for you to really develop that confidence? So I definitely think I'm still a little bit shy and reserved. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm definitely an observer. I'm not a super outgoing person, especially when I'm in group settings. I get really overwhelmed in groups. Um, But I just remember like feeling super anxious, you know, speaking in front of groups of people. And 
I think a lot of this anxiety stemmed from my childhood. Um, I had a teacher tell me that I was a terrible public speaker when I was 15 and I'll never forget it. So I just always assumed that I was a really bad public speaker, but you know, through my journey in the last nine years, I realized that the problem with me speaking in front of my biology class in 10th grade was because I was not passionate about biology and cells. Like, I feel like when you find your passion and you find what sets your soul on fire and you love sharing it with other people, that fear and anxiety just goes out the window and you just are so excited and so confident about sharing it with other people. Um, and the more and more consistent you are, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. You know, I think consistency is the name of the game. And so just feeling really confident and excited about what it is that you're doing, what it is that you're sharing, knowing that you have something that can impact a lot of people. I feel like that has just really, really helped. And like I said, personal growth has just been a huge game changer in my confidence. Um, you know, I'll be honest, I wasn't super into personal growth when I started. I remember someone gifted me a book and I threw it away because <laughs> I just like, I'm not a reader. Um, but I've actually found that I love listening to podcasts. Like I love listening to podcasts. I love listening to books. Um, and I found too, that, you know, if I am reading a book that I'm just not relating to, I've learned that it's okay to put that back, that down and pick it up at a different time. Same with podcasts. If I'm listening to a podcast and I'm like, this just isn't, this just isn't hitting me right now. I'll turn it off and I'll, I'll listen to a different one. And so that took me a long time too, to realize that that's okay. Like just because everyone else is reading something and loving it doesn't mean that that's what you need to read and love at that point in your journey. So those are the things I would say that really have helped. I 100% agree with that, Alyssa, because um, we're all on a different personal growth journey, right? And so, yeah, if it's not speaking to you, you don't have to finish it. And I, I have always been someone who wanted to finish the task. Yes. Uh, leaving that book unread felt felt unfinished. So I, it I felt wanted, like a failure almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, what are your favorite podcasts? Well, I love Just, the Dana Heron podcast show. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's a really <laughs> good one. You should definitely put it on your list. Um, you. I really love um, Gold Digger with Jenna Kutcher. It's a really good business mm -hmm. podcast. So that has taught me just mm -hmm. a lot about like marketing and business. Um, I really love listening to Bob Heilig. I love the Oprah Winfrey and Oprah Winfrey podcast. Um, those are the ones that I just find myself going to each and every single week. Yeah, I do. I love, I love those. I listen to, I listen to all of, all of those. Those are amazing. Um, so you, you know, I want to go back to, um, your journey because I think, gosh, the sun is like so in my eyes. Um, I think a lot of what you said, I wanted, I wanted to make sure that the audience picked up on this is your confidence was built by just getting back up and doing it. And that's what has made you who you are is because even when you had, you know, something that happened in your life or in your business, it may have set you back for a little bit, but you got back up. Mm -hmm. Do you think that contributed a lot to building your confidence? Oh, absolutely. You know, I've yeah. definitely had my fair share of failures, <laughs> but you know, everyone has that. That's just, what it, it's like to be an entrepreneur. You know, I've had rejection, I've experienced failures, but you have, when you have a vision for what you want your life to look like, and you know, like, this is my answer to that. You mm -hmm. just will pick yourself back up and it's okay to allow yourself to have like a mini pity party for a couple of days. I might've had a longer pity party this year because 2020 has been a little bit rough, 
but, and I think it's been rough for everybody, but you have to just pick yourself back up. And I also think having surrounding yourself with the right people helps too. like, you know, my husband is super supportive. He's been very supportive from day one. And so that really helps too, because he is not only supportive, but he's not afraid to put me in my place either. Um, (laughs) (laughs) he's not afraid to be like, okay, you've done nothing. So what do you expect? Um, you know, he's, he's very, very direct with me, which is good because sometimes he says stuff and I'm like, really? Like, are you on my side or not? But he is because he wants me to pick myself up and grow and succeed. And so I think just surrounding yourself with the right people, um, having the confidence in yourself to pick yourself back up and and jump back on the horse and, and keep going. And then once you get that like small win again, it just reignites that fire and you just become so excited and you just want to like keep going and, and keep getting more wins. Yeah, exactly. I want to know what sets your soul on fire. Ooh, that's a good question. Um, honestly, just helping other people. Like when I, I actually have a, um, when I'm feeling down about myself, I actually have a folder on my phone of messages that I've received from other people um, thanking me for helping them, whether it's achieve, you know, a, a health goal or a goal in their business or just, you know, in life in general. And that is what really just like excites me is helping other people be successful. That there's nothing great, no greater feeling than knowing that you contributed to helping someone else achieve their dreams, their goals, um, you know, being able to do what they love. I just absolutely love that. And I, I picked up on that because you said, um, you know, you, you really love to serve others. That was something that you just said earlier. And so I can see that that's probably why you picked yourself up so many times because there was a why behind the, you know, why you were doing your, your business. There was a why behind it that kept getting you up. And I would almost guarantee it had to do with serving people. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Um, one of the things that I, that I would love to hear is how were you able to handle the rejection? Yeah, that's a good question. So I've definitely received my fair share of rejection over the last nine years. And, you know, I'll be honest, I used to let it totally shake me and sometimes it still shakes me, but what I've really had to work hard at is my belief in what I do. You know, I've been bullied online. I've been bullied in in person for the career path that I've chosen. And, you know, sometimes I have let these situations paralyze me, but I've also learned how to grow my belief through these situations. And like I said, I have a very, very extremely supportive husband. And he always reminds me of two things. Um, With success comes criticism. And you actually said to me a couple months ago, um, with success comes resistance. So I've heard that a lot from two really important people in my life. And that also um, people who are rejecting you are typically projecting their insecurities on you. And so just keeping those things in the back of my mind have really helped me overcome rejection. Um, I also have a really great therapist. So I highly recommend therapy too. It's just great to just like have somebody who's totally unbiased and just to like share everything with you. Um, And when I'm going through these really hard times, I find that I need to spend more time on personal growth and, Mm -hmm. and, and just like pouring into myself. And that's, you know, not only reading or listening to podcasts, but also working out the Peloton, like just things to like clear my mind and just kind of like make me feel good about myself again. So that has really, really helped. 
yeah, just those really good hormones, right? Circulating in your body when you exercise, that's, that's so important. Mm-hmm. You know, I love what you said about when people reject you or criticize, it's really not about you. It's about what's the wound inside them that is projecting on you. And if we can remember that, um, I think that's so invaluable on any journey in life, you guys, because we can allow rejection to keep us from being the complete whole person that we were created to be. And I'm going to tell you right now, nobody deserves to have your goals, your dreams, your desires. And when you when you succumb to that rejection, you're basically giving that away. And I, I love I love what you said, Alyssa. That's so, so smart. Um, so I would love to know, you know, what's, um, what's next for you? What's, what's next for Alyssa Cavallaro? Oh, that's a great question. So I'm definitely not finished. I feel like nine years of being an entrepreneur and I feel like I'm still just getting started. Like I just wake up every day. So excited to see like what, what's next. And, you know, there's just so many people that I want to help create a life that they desire. Um, my husband and I right now are, you know, talking about just investing in more real estate. We invested in our first income property last April. So it'll be coming up on two years and we've been looking for another property now for the past couple of months. We just haven't found the right one yet, but that's something that we're working really hard on together, which I love that we get to do that together. And we are actually planning a road trip for the month of January, which I'm super excited about too. So we're going to, you know, go from Pittsburgh all the way down to Florida and back. And I'm just excited that we're both able to, to take our jobs remote and, and just spend that time together. Um, you know, he's been studying for a really long time for a test he just took yesterday. And so I'm excited that we get to spend, you know, an entire month of January together doing what we love and seeing new places. And, um, yeah, so that, that's it. That's what we're working on right now. Amazing. Amazing. You, Alyssa, are the epitome of a leader. You, you do what you speak. You are the epitome of health. I have watched you just absolutely transform, not just your body, but your, your, your mental status through eating well, exercising, doing sauna treatments, all of those things that I, you, you know, know, I'm I mean, very big into vitamin, yeah. <laughs> I love self-care. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that you love self-care and that's, that's so important, but I am just extremely proud of who you are and just stepping into the greatness of yourself for the whole world to see. I mean, you do clearly shine so bright when you walk in the room and there are so many people that you have had such a positive impact in their life including myself and it was just such an honor um to be with you today and to have you share with you know your your amazing amazing tips so um yeah so if you guys if you know you want to follow this woman on social media you need to go follow her because she's always got some great Great tips. Alyssa, how, what is, um, what is your handle on Instagram? So my Instagram handle is Alyssa Brienne. So Brienne is my middle name, B-R-I-A-N-N-E. And A-L-Y. Yeah. Alyssa Brienne. Yeah. I, and I just know that because I've got two Alyssas in my life. So 
um, I'm constantly going, is it Alyssa Y or Alyssa I? <laughs> yeah. So go follow her. She's got some, some amazing tips that, um, you know, healthcare, excuse me, self-care as well as just, I mean, you are, just, I mean, your light therapy thing that I saw today oh. on Instagram, like I gotta go get that. I wish I got so. paid for sharing that because yeah. that has just been such a game changer in my skin. And I've, I have sent that link to so many people. Um, yeah, I'm always looking for just like new things to just become the best version of myself, whether that's like going in the sauna, getting acupuncture, like, I just think taking care of yourself is so, so, so important. We have one body that we're given to live in for our entire lives and we have to take care of it. And I think so many people don't make the time to take care of themselves. And that is something that I've really learned in the last nine years too, is just like eating healthy, working out, personal growth, like minding your mind, but just taking care of your body. Um, it's just so important. And I just enjoy it. <laughs> awesome. Just to recap, you guys, I want you to see that this all started with a trip to Italy, having a non-paid time off experience with her fiance and slowly over time as she put one foot in front of the other consistently she was able to build a life that is true to who she is is true to who her husband is and it doesn't happen overnight but you too can create that life that is true to who you are so thank you so much for joining the Deanna Heron podcast. You can go to deannaheron.net. I have a private Facebook group called Deanna's Diamonds. My goal and my mission is to create a family of women who encourage, empower each other and help each other grow to be that whole person that they were created to be. So if you go to deannaheron.net, you can ask to join Deanna's Diamonds and I can get you in that private Facebook group. I go live consistently and we talk about goals. We talk about marriage. We talk about children. So we talk about a lot of different things that could perhaps help you on your journey. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Really easy. D-E-A-N-N-A-H-E-R-R-I-N. So thank you for being a part of this amazing community. God bless you. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, Alyssa. Thank you. Be inspired by the Deanna Heron podcast show at deannaheron.net.